0: Talking Colorado Mesa men's hoops with Mavs coach Mike DeGeorge on the team. No, 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 no. Mavericks enter the weekend right now 13-3, and 18-4 overall. And uh, currently sitting in fourth in the RMAC behind Black Hills State, Fort Lewis, and Colorado School of Mines. Mike DeGeorge joins us. Good morning, Mike. How are you?
1: Uh, doing well, Jim. Thanks for having me.
0: Congratulations on a successful weekend. First off. Congratulations on win number three hundred. I know that uh, it started a long time ago, and well, there was more more hair on top of your head, Mike, back in back in the day. But uh, the I, I tell you what, I, if that's out of the hair. You look exactly the same as you did back then. So, uh, so well,
1: you, I, I appreciate that. I'm not sure that's true, but I appreciate the sentiment.
0: <laughs> but but three hundred wins. Of course, earlier this season you picked up uh, win number one hundred as a Mavericks basketball coach. But going back to your your time and your in your previous stops, I mean, this is a, a a remarkable moment, a milestone moment. I know you're a humble guy, but getting 300 wins that's that's a that's a big deal, Mike.
1: Well, yeah, I, it's just really kind of a time for reflection for me. It was an interesting process. I took over two programs at my first two head coaching jobs were not were not good situations, and it took a while for for me to win at the first place, and we really just had one winning season. and then I moved on to the second one, and inherited an equally difficult situation, and it took five years before we really got that one turned around. And so after eight years, I mean, my record was maybe won thirty percent of my games. And at that point, I was just like, okay, who cares about records? Let's just try to make it about the players and try to, you know, help them get better. And I and I really hadn't thought about it until after last season. I was like, I wonder where my record is now. And um, you know, until then, it does give you a chance to kind of reflect and just really be grateful for. The opportunity to be in this profession and kind of survive some of those tough early years it just makes you appreciate being in a place like mesa and having teams like we have this year you don't take it for granted you really appreciate uh just being able to be in a place that can have a successful program and then having a group as committed as this group and as fun to coach as this group
0: well you've done a sensational job here and uh, certainly it was it was great to see you get win number 300 on saturday night against uccs and to be able to share that with Blaze three, becoming the, the 19th Maverick to reach 1,000 points in his career, and he's got a lot of chapters to still write in that career moving forward, that had to be make it even even better for you, even more special, to be able to share what you were able to do with what Blaze was able to do.
1: Yeah, it was a fun night, and it's great to see uh, you know the players have success, and he's been such an integral part of our team the last three years. Anytime you get a chance to celebrate uh, guys and their accomplishments and Uh, what they've been able to, how they've been able to help the program, we always want to emphasize that as much as we can.
0: You know, let's go back to Friday night when you're able to beat Regis uh, by the score of 88-64. to Yeah, I think one of the keys was slowing down David Simital. He did hit three threes in that game, but you held him to 11 points. And defensively, I think overall you have to feel pretty good. You had uh, Aaron Bakul that had 11 points as well, but nobody else got into double figures for the Rangers on Friday night.
1: Yeah, honestly, they're a very good offensive team now. They're still struggling a little bit at the defensive end. They just don't quite have the personnel they normally do. So, But on offense, they've really got it going, and they've been great uh, the last month of the season. And so we really were able to do a great job on on they, they shot a high percentage against us, but I thought overall, you know, it was a, a very good defensive effort. We were very tough minded all weekend at that, that end of the floor.
0: And then, as we reference Blaze 3 on Saturday gets to 1,000 points in his career. And he almost did it on Friday night. He came so close. Uh, career best, 30 points. He had five threes against Regis. It was a pretty special night for Blaze 3.
1: Yeah, he's, you know, he just has given us whatever we need. And he's playing at another level um, than anyone else right now. And so, you know, it's these periods where if, if, you know, early in the year, we hadn't really, he hadn't really emerged as the, as the guy, and we were struggling at times defensively. And so when we run into trouble, we didn't really know where know, nowhere to go, and then we weren't able to just rely on our defense. And now we can rely on our defense, and we always know we got Blaze if we're having a stretch where things aren't uh, clicking offensively. He can just go get us a bucket or two when we need it. And, and uh, he's done that consistently this whole second half of the year.
0: Maverick men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us on the team sports network Isaac Jessup Uh, 11 points he hit three threes in that game and then Owen Kuntz uh, coming off the bench 14 points for Owen had uh, that one big dunk I think when you look at uh, what what Isaac and Owen are doing right now they've really after last year the injuries and those things Mike they've really found their place in this roster here in 2023.
1: Uh, no question about it. Uh, just starting with Isaac, you know, last year, I think he was feeling a little anxious about how to figure out how to school in our offense and defensively kind of playing within our system. And he was always just sort of thinking rather than just playing. And he's got to a place now where not only is he uh, playing incredibly hard, he's been incredibly efficient. I mean, he's getting like six or seven shots a night and he's shooting, I think 60% from three in the league. And he's, he's just been uh you know everything you need out of that role and his defensive not only effort but execution has just been off the charts this year he really has totally embraced our defensive concepts and and it's just found this way to play within it that that is really a lead and and so he's just been awesome and then it was great to see Owen he's had a couple of tough outings offensively it's it's amazing what it does for guys when they see the, the ball go through the basket and so he had a big weekend and then you know, Mick McCurry also came off the bench on Saturday and found a little bit of rhythm, hit a couple of a threes, which is really important for those guys heading into this key stretch here where everybody's gaining confidence at the offensive end.
0: And you mentioned Mick McCurry. He also had a couple of threes, had six points in the win against UCCS the following night. Uh, but Blaze three gets to 1,000 points in his career, scores 18, uh, had the five rebounds, five assists in the game. Isaac Jessup with another really good game. He had 14 points uh, for the Mavericks as well. Trevor Baskin just had the three points, but uh, I know that uh, that was a scary moment against Regis when he took that shot to the face, Mike, and uh, had to end up going to the locker room. You guys were up big, and so he didn't need to come back in and play, but uh, boy, he had quite the shiner uh, on Saturday night, didn't he?
1: Yeah, and then he ended up needing six stitches, so they put a, it was a big gash over his eye. You know, that eyebrow really splits open when it gets hit, and um, so he wasn't in a lot of pain. He didn't have a headache or anything, but Uh, It was a pretty good uh, size bump. And, you know, him and I watched film together yesterday, and he just – Friday night he had a great game. Saturday night he really had um, some opportunities. He was just kind of unlucky. Like, there's just a terrible travel call called on him. And then, you know, a couple of finish opportunities. And then, you know, he just didn't get the same amount of touches he normally does. And it was kind of bad luck early. And then, you know, things just didn't go his way on Saturday. But he's tough, and he'll respond. And uh, we're looking forward to this weekend. had a great practice yesterday
0: me, Mesa men's basketball coach Mike DeGeorge with us as the Maverick men get ready to head on the road. Go over to Cotterman School of Mines on Friday night, then Metro State on Saturday, and we go back to uh, when you opened up the season, Mike, uh, with with losses to both of those teams. Those are your first two teams you faced in conference play. You, you lost at home. DeMines, 74 to 62 and then Metro State 84 to 78 let's start out with the the school of Mines as uh, the the Ore diggers they uh, continue to be near the top of the conference standings 20 and three overall 14 and three on the season for the school of Mines what needs to happen differently this time than as opposed to the last time because your team certainly their team's different but your team is a much different basketball team the one that uh, that faced them just you know early on to open up uh, the, the RMAC schedule.
1: Yeah, we've gotten to – you know, one of the things that has happened is that whenever you lose guys into that next season, and so far as losing Georgia Dancer and Joe Small, you never know exactly how it's going to impact you until you face adversity. And that weekend was a weekend where we're like, okay, we just don't communicate without them on the floor when we have problems. And guys really did look for those guys in key moments as well. So, you know, as I alluded to before, now we're communicating defensively and we can rely on our defense – uh, at the toughest times, and then Blaze has really stepped up as that offensive threat uh, that we know we we have in our back pocket uh, that we can go to just to kind of be reassuring and get us those key buckets uh, when you need them when you're struggling, and and that's really been the primary difference. Now there are all kinds of little differences. Our spacing on offense, our ball movement, uh, has just been way better. We're taking way better care of the ball. So you know, and then people like Isaac are just way more confident now than they than they were at that stretch of the season. So. You know, um, we're a totally different team, but, you know, they absolutely took us apart. We were down 26 or something, and then we finished the game, I think, on a 14-0 run uh, with our backups, with both teams' backups. in. so, you know, it'll be a big challenge for us to, to go and play it against a very talented, you know, long team. And their plan is just to swarm Blaze whenever he gets any kind of advantage uh, with all these huge bodies. And it just is very challenging. And so, you know, to be able to maintain poise on the – uh on the the offensive end. And then the defensive end, they're just really big and physical. And, and, uh, you know, so that's a challenge for us as well. So it'll be a great challenge, but we're excited about it. Last year, uh, you know, we were able to uh, win every game after we lost to that team the previous time uh, all year. And, you know, three of our last six are against teams we've lost to this year. So we're excited about that challenge, and that'll keep us sharp and fresh uh, heading into the postseason.
0: And the last time that you met them, they uh, they shot eighty five percent from the foul line had a good night there. Uh, Sam Beskind had seventeen. Adam Thistlewood, the CSU transfer, he had seventeen points and, and seven rebounds. And so they were really the, the keys to to getting the victory in that game.
1: Yeah, you know, and they were new, and we didn't know. We knew they were really good players, and obviously we had some film on them. But we honestly we made some mistakes in terms of our matchups. That uh, I, it, it was a it was a mistake on my part, and so. We'll get that fixed, and I think they're both really good players. But, you know, uh, Brennan Sullivan is, you know, it was former player of the year in the league, and he had over 30 on Saturday. I mean, he's just an elite talent that you got to account for. And then Ben Boone didn't play against us the first time. He's an all conference level player, uh, and he's back and playing for him. And then they got some young guys that have really stepped up uh, off their bench that are really have provided boost for them and, and different, different guys in different games. So they got depth, they got size, they got skill. Uh, they're incredibly well-coached, so it'll be a great challenge for us.
0: When you've watched a uh, tape of them, are you seeing anything different in terms of what they, they did when you played them to start at conference play as opposed to what they're doing now? Maybe some different presses, different sets that they're running right now?
1: Yeah, they have changed, and they uh, they lost to Fort Lewis at home, and Fort Lewis has a full guard lineup. Um, and uh, they struggled a little bit with guarding that quickness. And so this past weekend, they kind of—I don't know if I call it a small ball lineup, but I don't know what else to refer to it. But they—they they play with four guards, and then they move Thistle into the five, um, and uh, so that was a little different lineup for them. And and you know they were really uh, efficient offensively with that group on the floor, uh, but you know it changes their defense a little bit, and the numbers haven't been great uh, these last couple of weeks defensively. They've had a hard time guarding people, which is unusual for them, and their numbers overall in the year are still fantastic. But the last. You know, five games. Uh, they really uh, haven't been um, as strong as they have been all year. But I, uh, you know, prior I'll get all that fixed and ready for us.
0: Yeah, Pryor Orser does a nice job with that program. Mike DeGeorge, coach of the Maverick men's basketball team, with us on the Team Sports Network, and then it's Metro State on Saturday. They're six and ten uh, in conference play. They're nine and thirteen, and. You know, the revenge tour continues because you lost in that second game of conference play to them over at Brownson, 84-78. Uh, to 78. And when you look at uh, Tyree Randall, he's been their leading scorer on the season, about 15 points per game. He had 13 the last time out against uh, your basketball team, Mike. It's a Metro State team that, uh, like I said, got that, that win against you early on. But they've kind of cooled off as conference play has uh, continued.
1: Yeah, it was a rough night for us. It's just, you know, we, we came off the Mines loss, and we were not right mentally, and uh, we were 100% focused on fixing our offensive problems from uh, the night before against Mines. And then we just didn't. we got they, They're very good offensively. They run very good kind of Princeton concepts and, uh, and and ball screen continuity, and they kind of flow back and forth between that. And some of it was confusing to our guys, and they ran it with great pace. And we just had some significant breakdowns defensively in that game, but that, again, that was one of those games that was like sort of the key of like shaking us to the point where like okay, like how are we going to fix this thing? And and um, you know, so it'll be an opportunity for us to go back and and uh, and show that uh, we've improved and, and that we're a better team than we were at that point of the season. But you know, uh, they are very talented offensively and they're very capable. You know, Fort Lewis won two weeks ago on Friday night at Mines and then went over. And we're very lucky to escape at Metro. Metro missed some free throws or, or they would have won the game. And so, you know, we'll have to be ready for both games. And uh, it's a big weekend for us.
0: Yeah, when you talk about your team defensively, second best uh, defense in the conference behind Black Hill State, 64.7 points per game. I mean, like you said, I mean, early on there were some defensive issues, maybe you know, communication issues that need to be addressed. But, boy, your team has really responded since then to be one of the best defensive teams in the Armac.
1: Yeah, we're, I'm just really proud of the guys. You know, obviously there's a lot of the season left here, but just when you go back and watch those games from the first time now, you know, it's just like, oh, well, we're we're a different team. And, and you, as you make slow incremental improvements, sometimes you don't recognize how much you've grown uh, as when you go back and watch a game from December. So, you know, we are proud of them, and they've really uh, answered the bell to, to the issues we had, and, and we're excited to go out and see, see if we can get it done on Friday and Saturday night this weekend.
0: All right, we'll have coverage. Ethan Jordan will be heading over to the front range, uh, bringing you the Colorado School of Mines matchups with the Maverick men and women. The men will tip it off at 7.30 on Friday night and then 6 o'clock uh, against Metro State on Saturday on the team CMU Sports Network, brought to you by Ken Richards State Farm Insurance. Mike, once again, I'm thrilled for you. Congratulations on 300 wins. Uh, we're going to talk with uh, Blaze Three on the program tomorrow, but uh, best of luck this weekend over in the front range.